Welcome to Real Moms Say the F Word. Okay, so yes, we are recording. Alrighty then. Who goes first? Me, because I'm the host. Okay. And I say welcome. I'll drink to that. Yay. Thank you. And I say welcome. And I say welcome to Real Moms Say the F Word. I'm your host, Melissa. And today we have an extra special guest. We have my mother-in-law, Miss Joanne. Round of applause. Woo! Woo! Hi, I'm Joanne. <laughs> that is Joanne. Um, so, so yes, today it's Saturday. We don't have anything else to do. She really should be doing other things, but she's procrastinating, which is a family gene. It's in the genes, the family genes. I'm the master of procrastination, but as most people will tell you, when the anxiety level goes up, the work gets done and it gets done better. And yes. I'll drink to that. Thank you, <laughs> Melissa. You're welcome. She's not lying. She waits until the last minute and then she stresses and she gets it all done within like 15 minutes. She's had a week to do it, but she does it in the last 15 minutes. And they always say the best time to clean your house is that 15 minutes before unexpected guests come because that's when you're the fastest and you get it all done. That's that right. I spend the week thinking, thinking about, about it, it in my mind. So those are my first drafts, and I draft it over and over in my mind. And then... That's it. I do it. She is the busiest retired person I've ever met in my life. She is the most unretired retiree ever. Twice retired. Twice retired. That's right, because she was retired, retired twice. Oh, by the way, True. before we go on, I would just like to note for the record, this is the first podcast where we've started when the host was drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk. <laughs> Typically I've speaking. Had, I've had a couple of a couple of test samples with the sangria that I made because the wine was really gross. So I've been trying to add stuff to it saying, taste this. Does this taste okay? So I've had a few and finally mastered the way that it tastes, so... That's what he's referring to. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how Whatever. I got all these pounds, you know, because mm. I have to taste the food yes. before I serve it. That's it. And then after and the usually... kids leave food on their plate, I have to eat it because... You have to make sure it doesn't go to waste. There you go. And I always come down to her and say, hey, can you taste this? Let me know if this tastes all right. <laughs> She's like, mm, yeah, it tastes good. Or mm, needs a little something. So, yeah, she's my taste tester. But um, anyway, you are Joanne. Just Joanne. Joanne. Like, with jazz hands. Joanne. Yes, yes, yes. Jenna asked her one year what she was going to be for Halloween. She says, I'm going to be Joanne. And then she just did jazz hands. So that's become Joanne's Halloween costume every year. Um, you have three children. Three magnificent children. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Uh-huh. See? See? This is what we deal with. Uh, she has three magnificent children, and they're all vastly different. Vastly. Vastly different. Like, spectrum different. Well, hmm. It depends on what we're talking about. Now, Michelle and Thomas, who's my oldest... They're the fashionistas. Now, Melissa's husband, Guy, he will wear red, purple, and green. 
Jeez. And go out <laughs> with whatever. Mm-hmm. It's functional. It's it functional. covers me. It keeps me warm. I'm not worried about it. Yes. And this is true. That is definitely true. It's function over fashion. And then you've got Thomas whose sneakers need to match the His shirt. shirt. If and he then, has red stripes on mm-hmm. those sneakers, the shirt has to be. Yep. He's coordinated. Yeah, he's coordinated. And Michelle is similar. Similar. But she dresses until, like you. Until now. <laughs> until now that she has children. She has her children. So the color is black. <laughs> She's in mourning 24-7. Black and this one gray. That gray sweater. Looked like a house coat. Yes. <laughs> Again, she's got two children. One is special needs and the other one is just crazy. So he is he is keeping her on her toes, that one. Um, so you have three children and you are a... Nurse, pra- retired nurse practitioner. Correct. And you busted your ass to get those degrees and finish college while you had children. And, Absolutely. And had three jobs. You had three jobs, man. And then you or had more than that. That's right, man. And I'm not even from. <laughs> not from Jamaica. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I- you do what you got to do. That's it. And when I met you a million and 12 years ago, what was it, 23, 24 years ago-ish, the first thing I remember seeing you was you were dog-tired, but you had grandbabies with you, changing diapers, just trying to find a minute to sleep, because I remember Brandon was only little. So our nephew Brandon was only, what, 18 months old? I'm shaking my head. I'm agreeing with uh-huh. her. In mm-hmm. case you don't see me shaking yes, my head. It's that, not video, that's it's correct. Audio. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, and I remember seeing her, and she would be in between jobs, going from West, Westchester up to Poughkeepsie and working the overnight in Poughkeepsie and just changing diapers and, shug, you know, juggling, you know, sh- juggling and shoveling. Shit. <laughs> My, dirt, my yeah, tongues are getting tied. That's just from sampling the wine. That's sampling. Right. It's sampling. It's very good, people. I'm sorry you I, can't taste see, it through the bone. Because it, it's really <laughs> gross wine that you had to like fix. And again, I'm going to just mention that if you hear the knocking and the banging, the chewing, the squeaking, it's the dog. He's making his presence known today. Um, but anyway, so you have three children and you have now grandchildren. Yes. And you have great-grandchildren. Yes. And you are not even 70. I'll be 70 in May. Right. But you don't look 70. I look 70 compared to you. Black don't crack. And seriously. It's my it's my ivory look. <laughs> oh, is that it? Is that it? Yeah. yeah. What's the difference? What's the... Um, how do you feel the difference is between having kids and having grandkids? Like how to... What's for you? Kids are always harder. Why? Kids are harder because you have to put up with them 24-7, 52. Okay. Grandchildren sort of behave themselves because you say, you want to go home? (laughs) (laughs) And they say, no. 
Because you see, mommy don't take them to Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese's and, and Bounce. And when we go out to the movies, yep. you let them buy whatever they want. Because you can send them home at the end of the day. Thank you. Instead of saying, it's not in the budget. That's it. <laughs> so, Guy, this is your mama. How was it growing up with, with her as a mother versus her as a grandmother? Do you see a difference between her? Yeah, and I don't mom? recognize the grandmother. Like, That's because that I like Jenna better. Oh yo yo. Yeah, uh huh. Um, and it's very clear, <laughs> very clear. Well, for those of you who don't know, we live in the same house. We keep her in the basement. Well, that's right. I'm I'm the person under the stairs. She's the person under the stairs, but she's always welcome upstairs. Anyway, um, and um, <laughs> I have heard some amazing <laughs> stories about um, Michelle. Michelle has always kept you on your toes. So, is it true that the girl or the youngest is the most? difficult i don't think it has anything to do with the youngest i think it has to do with the individual okay because i remember in nursery school michelle would not sleep like the other kids <laughs> and they would say i'll call your mother if you don't go to sleep and she said okay go ahead call my mother <laughs> <laughs> so they put her in the kitchen with the cook mm-hmm and she'd be in there just dancing. <laughs> dancing with the cook. <laughs> I don't find that hard to believe. That's how she rolls. <laughs> oh, my God. And Guy, you would always, you could find him in the attic playing with his, his army men, quietly, alone. Just give him his transformers <laughs> and his things, and he'll go up in the attic, and you don't even have to worry about him. I do remember one time I used to work nights and I came home and I shut the door, had him in the bedroom with me. Yes, I was. Just give him his pile of toys. Couldn't get out. Mm. (laughs) And at that time we lived in the Bronx, so we had gates on the window. So you couldn't even yell out to somebody to throw a key and say, come and get us out of here. I had to take the door off the hinges mm. to get us out of the room. Is that the same time when his leg was hanging out the window? And oh no, no, no! That that was <laughs> that was earlier. And again, I was working nights, mm-hmm. going to school, working and, nights, right? and we had taken the air conditioner out the window, so the window was like half open. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would sleep. Door closed. <laughs> and my guardian angel woke me up took me straight to the window because he was hanging out all I could think about was Butch was going to kill me oh my god (laughs) so he was hanging out the window out the air conditioner where the air conditioner was supposed to be not worried that her child was about (laughs) to plummet to his death (laughs) but but his dad was going to kill her well, if you plummet to your death and then I'd be dead, then, you know, be two of us dead. <laughs> so I had to save you so that nobody would die. Mm, that's, mm, there you go. That's, mm-hmm. that's the nature. Yeah, okay. That's the nature. I'll but, drink to that. 
Mm. I saved your life. <laughs> you were only worried about yours. <laughs> As I tell my students, you got to take care of the caregiver first. Well, mm-hmm. there you go. So I was taking care of the caregiver so that I could take care of you. Mm. Uh What about when you sent me back into the car you thought was going to (laughs) explode? I didn't think the car was going to explode. You literally said the car's going to explode. Everybody get out. That's, That's your story. Oh, Lord. We were driving up here when we first moved up here. It was me, her my brother and my sister, the car starts to smoke from mm-hmm. the engine. Right. She frantically pulls the car over, says the car's going to explode. Everybody get out. So she grabs Michelle. Boot gets out. I get out. We're running up the little embankment. She sees that oh, Michelle's coat was in the car <laughs> that she moments before said was going to explode. <laughs> says, guy, go get Michelle's coat. <laughs> Listen, oh. my rationale for that is you hung out with so many superheroes <laughs> that, <laughs> that you, that you can get it in a flash. There you go. Yay. There you have it. I think I think my my favorite story though is the time when Michelle broke the the cord on the telephone, mm. the antenna mm-hmm. on the. Uh, the uh, cordless phone, and then you got in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not my favorite story, but it's it's probably one of the funnier ones. But yeah, yeah. I don't remember that story. Oh, of course she doesn't remember. <laughs> Selective memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably because it didn't happen. So, what was the hardest part with raising boys versus girls? Was there a difference? Or not really? No, not when you have a girl that you have to watch out the every time you checked her clothes because she's the only one that would pick up bugs and frogs. Oh. Guy and Tommy didn't do that. Oh. So it's gross. <laughs> so Michelle was a bug collector and dirt and yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. one of those. She was the tomboyest of them all, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. So... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You were going to oh, say no, something. Oh, no, I mean, I, I've got years of trauma to relive, so, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to forget. Go ahead. Well, when I um, when I came onto the scene, you guys were, um, let's see, little, little Thomas was five, I think. Yeah, he was five. You guys always like, you always make it known that he's your favorite. Well, yes, of course he's my favorite. He was five, and he kind of got me when I first met him. We took him out to lunch for the first time. But I can only imagine, like, what was your first initial response when I when you met me for the first, first time? Do you remember? I don't remember. Okay, then. <laughs> it was a memorable first experience. See? See? But I'm awesome. So now here's the thing. Before you met her, all the stuff that I would tell you that my mother had said and done, you didn't believe me. No. You were like, oh, please. Why you're being dramatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're being dramatic. Yeah, well. <laughs> I see that she does those things. <laughs> so, all good things, by the way. Uh-huh. 
So you um you were able to manage several jobs. Like there I have a hard time managing one job, one child and a household. But you manage three children, two jobs or three jobs and an education. How'd you do that? Because it was all in one area. It was all nursing. So when you go in, you get your patient load. So you already have your knowledge and skills to work with. Mm -hmm. So you just do your job. Even though each person is an individual, you treat them individually according to the person Mm -hmm. and whatever the disease is. So it's not like I went, worked at Kmart and then had to go take right. care of patients it was all in the it's same all in the same vein right mm-hmm. and the education just enhanced my knowledge so right well and, and, and i think guy and jenna have very different very different bringing uh, upbringings i guess if you will because you you were a lot of you were working most of the time so you would come home to an empty house jenna doesn't come home to an empty house ever she is just she comes home and it's everybody and it's a party every night. You know, we've got, you know, people abound. Um, how was that for you coming home now, now having your own ch- child and knowing that? Wait a minute. Why are you interviewing me? We're interviewing her. <laughs> I am. But, but in, just, in just that, it's the same thing. You know, like she was working, you came home by yourself, and now you have a child who doesn't. He didn't come home by himself, he had siblings. Right, but you weren't home. You weren't home. So you're a parent now, and your child comes home. Do you? How do you feel that, that your? Do you have a? Do you feel that your upbringing, coming home by yourself, has a different way? So what she's really asking is, if I'm a better parent than you no, are. No, I am not yes. asking yes, that. Yes, I am. Because you I used to come home by myself. You can never be a better parent than I was. Oh Lord. This is not a pissing contest. <laughs> yes, it's it is. always and, a pissing contest. <laughs> and everybody's gonna get wet. Exactly. Everybody's gonna get wet. But like I used to come home, my mom worked and usually she'd work second or third shift, so she was never home. So I would come home to an empty house. So let me rephrase the question. What differences, good or bad, do you see in the parenting Today. style that right. you, you know, that you had to use at the time versus, you know, your children's parenting style? Well, I think that because you were more independent, mm-hmm. that you were able to maneuver better <laughs> in the world and set up your own little corner of the world. Whereas Jenna is more dependent on you guys. Right. And in a way I feel that that's might be to at her detriment that, you know, eventually she, it's going to take her longer to have that stability under her to, to realize her independence because we're always here. You know, um, I used to come get off the school bus by myself or I would get on the school bus by myself because my parents would work in the night or in the morning. So she can barely put her socks on in the morning by herself. So <laughs> I think eventually when she ages out of daycare, which is going to be next year, she's going to have a real hard reality that she's going to end up having to get herself together and get dressed and be on the bus when she's supposed to be on the bus. 
<laughs> you think that's gonna happen? She's gonna come downstairs and say, Grandma, I missed the bus, and you're gonna be like, Okay, I'm gonna drive you to school. <laughs> after we go to Dunkin' Donuts, and then after yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, exactly. we're gonna run to the store. Mm-hmm. This woman, one day, it was Flag Day. Flag Day, for fuck's sake. Flag Day, June 14th. And Jenna says, I don't have a flag. So what does grandma do? Grandma gets in her car, puts on her superhero cape, and goes and buys her a goddamn flag from Home Depot and brings it back to Genevieve. Excuse me. Uh I used to do it for them, too. (laughs) I came home from work, dog-tired, and had to drive all the way down to the Museum of History in New York City to take Michelle because she missed the bus. Uh She used to intentionally forget her lunch and the school lady over at St. Joachim's used to call me and say, oh, Michelle don't have her lunch. So I would take her to lunch. <laughs> so I figured after a while, mm-mm, because I was home days, mm-hmm. working nights, I figured, let her starve. <laughs> <laughs> she eventually, I'm not going to be making a habit of this. Mm, Lord, I... We went to we went to a um a christening, not a christening. Uh what was that called? Um confirmation. We went to a confirmation party last year and the family that was there that was celebrating the confirmation of their daughter invited friends. And one of the friends recognized Guy. Guy had no idea who this guy was. Oh no, I did. I oh, did. You did know him? Yes, because we worked at Bob's. And when ah. we worked at Bob's, I didn't recognize him. He recognized me from riding the school bus together. And this is the one year that Michelle went to the same school and she bit a kid on the bus. This was the kid. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is several years later, 20 plus years later. That was and the kid that got bitten? Yeah. Yes. So he apparently, survived, so <laughs> he's probably he's like, better hey, for it. I know you. Your sister bit me on the school bus. <laughs> <laughs> she made her mark. She made her mark everywhere she went. Oy, oy, oy. So, um, so do you like being a grandmother more than being a mom or... Because you can send them home, sort of. I was going to say, you definitely ask it. You, I know. You, yeah, you no, might have to be wait, cut off shush. today. <laughs> I'm good. No. Listen, they turned out great. If I knew they were going to turn out so good, I would have had more. But there you they, have it. They didn't mm. send nice. the postscript. <laughs> so you had to cut it off. Mm, that's it. Well, like us, perfect. Perfection. One and done. That's it. Mm-hmm. And the day that we had Jenna, you were convinced that I was having false labor, and your best friend stepped in, Ella. We have to get Ella on the show. I was at a conference in Philadelphia. Right, but you think you thought I wasn't having any contractions. Well, that's true. You were early. <laughs> Five days. Five days. Shoot, first babies can come a little early, or they could come a little late. Yeah. She came a little early, I guess. I don't know. But you were there for Michelle's births. Yeah, Yeah, because I wasn't at a conference. Right. (laughs) If I was away, I wouldn't have been there. But the last one was a tough one, wasn't it? No. 
she had it at home. It wasn't right. tough for me. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It was tough for her, not tough for you. I don't know. Like, I don't know if actually, I, I think EJ's was easier than Alice in the hospital because in the hospital you have so many people interacting and. Mm-hmm. Because you're in this room, mm-hmm. I think the pain was greater, so she had less control. But did you feel bad? Like, not feel bad, but seeing your child in pain, did no. you have... <laughs> no, I didn't have any because compassion it, for that a, bitch. She, it, had just, she got pregnant. It was her <laughs> She no. is a lot of things. Compassionate, oh, warm, cuddly, God. none of those. That's it. I knew that she just had to get through the transition period. That's the hardest part. Mm. Lord Jesus. And then it's like having the greatest bowel movement you ever had in your life. Great. And it's over. Great. <laughs> yeah. Good old bowel movements, having babies. <laughs> Compare those two compared to each other. I'm saying once that head comes out, the oh, baby okay. comes out, it's like having being constipated for a week. And okay. then all of a sudden, there's this <laughs> giant release. So, yes, she's comparing giving birth to dropping turds. Exactly. Uh, You're a shining example, Mom. <laughs> Obviously. You haven't been constipated for any long periods of time. Did you have natural births with your children? Or did you have C-sections or um, I heads? Had, I had normal vaginal deliveries with the boys. And with Michelle, I had a C-section. Mm. And they all had big heads. Yeah. You told me that after. Oh. And said, oh, yeah, by the way, the Ducanese have really big heads. <laughs> I was like, oh, now you Listen. tell me. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, mm. did you have an wear, epidural? Wear hats and I probably had everything. Okay, then she was getting ready to tell the story about the hats. And I, the I was jackets. getting ready to tell you about the big heads where I had oh, to get. Lord. I had to switch the hats to match the little coats because his head was so big. So, so she what was... she's saying is <laughs> they would sell matched jackets and hats and she would have to steal a large hat and put it i paid she would switch a large hat with a medium hat so i would walk out of there with a medium jacket and a large hat (laughs) that's right (laughs) babies were warm (laughs) never mind how she got you warm she got you warm right 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 and so and that's the other thing. My mother-in-law is the workingest retired person I met. Oh, I, that I know. She, you work even when you're retired. What's up with yeah. that? You bored? No, I need the money. Oh, that's it. Right. You need the money. I pay for my trips. Oh, got to have those trips. Where are you going next? We were supposed to go to the Mediterranean, to Greece, and that part of the world. But <clears throat> it was canceled, so we're going somewhere. All right, going somewhere. Somewhere. You just throw a dart at a map and say that's where we're going? Is that kind of thing? No, we see which is the best, which gives you the most bang for your buck. Okay. Well, and you travel with your friends. You yes. like to travel with your, your crew. Your posse. 
Yes. <laughs> I travel with somebody, so if I get kidnapped, somebody would know. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't even want to think about that trip to China that you took. Oh, my God. She took a trip to China and ended up getting that. She got her per her um, passport, passport and, and my visa phone. stolen. Yep. And ended well, up. Well, visa is in the passport. Oh, well, that was stolen. So she was hiding out in some hotel in China by herself. Man, why are you giving all this up? Like Sorry. somebody in China is going to hear this and Sorry. get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, listen, there is a Joanne running around in China because <laughs> I get mail from China all the time. But we were scared to death. And and I know that your brother Some of you were. Yeah. <laughs> but your brother was like, "We going to China. We going to find mommy." And we we're like China's kind of big. How are you going to find her? I mean. Not only that, you can't even get there. It's hard to get that right. visa. But not only that, you were you giving like. You wanted to go there Liam Neeson style. Exactly. You <laughs> stole my mommy. But you had, you were giving us such limited information about where you were and what was going on. We had no idea what was going on with you. And you was hiding out in some hotel. Listen, I gave you as much information as oh I could Oh, my God. Give. Without giving too much away, I didn't want the authorities to come find me because I didn't, I didn't have any ID. Right. So you, how many days were you stuck in the hotel? What seven? Oh my god! Because it took that long to get the visa. I got my American passport in two hours, mm -hmm. but then they tell you that they have no control over the Chinese government, but, and you need that visa right to move around. But the didn't. Wasn't your visa set to expire and then you got the new one within like a day of when the other one was supposed to expire? Something happened where it was no, just right to the wire. No, they only gave me two days to get out of their country. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was a limited visa. Right. It's just like my passport also was limited. <laughs> so when I got back, I had to send that in mm -hmm. and they sent me a new one that lasts for 10 years. Oh, my God. Yes. You were never so happy to get back to American soil. I was, I don't, <laughs> I was Dr. Kimball from The Fugitive. Oh, I'd go God. out on different shifts so that people wouldn't see me oh my God. that often to go in and out. And there's so many people in China. So when I crossed the street, I would get in the middle of the people because I had no ID, so I figured I don't want to get hit because they wouldn't even know who I was. I wouldn't even know how to function. I wouldn't know how to function. And then your your tour group left you. Yes, because we were, they suppo just we were left supposed you. to go to Hong Kong. That was the last oh. part of the trip. Mm -mm, but, of course, mm -mm. I couldn't go because I had no ID and stuff. Lord. Yeah. They just deserted you. I know. I was so glad when I got off that plane at Newark, I kissed the ground. <laughs> but the other thing, they had 20 pay phones there. None of them worked. Because oh nobody uses pay nobody phones uses anymore. Nobody uses pay anymore. And your phone was stolen. Yeah, you mentioned yes. that. So your yes. phone and your passport were both stolen. So you right. couldn't so even. Right, so I had no phone when I got back to America. Not to mention that as a society, we've now gotten to the point where we don't memorize phone phone numbers anymore. Like, I mean, I only know your, you know, guy, I know your phone number. I know yours has a five and a two in it. That's about as, <laughs> Well, you know. I know yours because when I go to Hannaford's, well, I give you the rewards. <laughs> 
well, there you go. So, but that that's some scary stuff, man. I can't even, I can't think about doing something crazy like that. Ugh. It oh. wasn't crazy when I was legit. Well, <laughs> when you were a fugitive, it was a then whole different Then when I became situation. Richard Kimball, there you go. then it became scary. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Dang. And for you youngins that don't know who Richard Kimball was, he was the fugitive that oh. they thought killed his wife, so he had to escape to go and find the one-armed man. Mm. Dang. A little bit of trivia. <laughs> Later on in life, he actually became a professional wrestler, and he invented the move, the mandible claw, which was oh, later used by, by Mick Foley. Yep. Yep. Mick Foley, mankind. Hmm. Interesting. That has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> Didn't I know that? <laughs> Did you ever think the, that he would get married and have a kid and have such a splendid wife? <laughs> well... Oh, here we go. I knew he would have to have a tolerant wife. (laughs) Hello. Because he has an obstinate streak. (laughs) Obstinate? No. He's wonder where I get it from. Oh yeah, he gets it honestly. He does. But he's he's not that. Yeah, because you've learned to put up with it. That's true. But that makes him I believe lovable. in passive neglect. I just ignore it. Passive neglect. <laughs> yes. That should be in the, 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 the parenting handbook. Passive neglect. I think the last, when Michelle was on the, pa- um, on the podcast, she was talking about how if you guys were left alone and you didn't do your chores, how you would come home at like 2 o'clock in the morning and wake, their, uh, wake them up and make them get up and do their chores. Damn, my mother used to do it too. <laughs> I just pass it down. See? See, I didn't have that. I didn't have the mother that woke Ugh. me up in the middle of the night to make me do chores. You Maybe probably that's why did your chores. That's why. I didn't have any. I don't think. Now, Maybe that's why Jenna's a pain in the ass. Is we can all agree, I'm not speaking out of turn, that Michelle was a slob. True. So, there would be times... When I had nothing to do with the mess, but I was punished for it. There would be times when I wasn't in the house Mm, and would just come home. Oh, that's your story. Mm. Mm -hmm. See? Trump. Oh, Lord. Good God. People wonder why I have the issues that I do. Oh, have mercy. I don't think anybody's as bad as Trump, but whatever. That's not a political podcast. <laughs> Yikes. I didn't, I was an only child, so I didn't really... If the mess was made, there was nobody to blame it on. It was just me and my mother. You know, it was like, my mom's not making the mess. So it was clearly me. You know, when I was living at home with my grandparents and my, my three uncles, it was a different situation. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It's different. Uh. I didn't get blamed for it. Melissa, you're such a goody two-shoes. You probably didn't make See? a mess. Uh, I was pretty much, I was a, I was a pretty big slob. And like I want my you to know the disgusting. guy is making rolling eyes. <laughs> no, I, I definitely was a slob. 
I think that's why I get so mad at Jenna because her room looks just like mine did when I was growing up. And I, yeah. Listen, I used to say Michelle's like pig pen. You go and clean up Mm. and you go back two minutes later and it's like a whirlwind went through. Yeah, I went in there. She's been in there. I went out this morning and I left here at what, nine o'clock? or so to go out and run some errands i came home around 11 30 i come in and i say where's jenna oh she's been in her room she was supposed to be in there cleaning and i come she comes out and i said did you clean your room she goes i think it looks pretty good i go in there and it <laughs> looks like a horror show so i don't know what she thinks is good but yeah but what she's got going on is it's not going to be good because i'm going to go in there with a garbage bag and i'm going to clean it and that's going to be you know a few hours of sorrowful, oh, I'm sorry, Mommy, what are you throwing away? <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse well, me, but our perception that it looks good. Yeah, well, it looks like hell. It looks like hell. Come on now. Tell me you never went into their room with a garbage bag. No? No? She's looking at me like I'm crazy. It's been so many years since I've had to go into their rooms. <laughs> this is true. Yes, it's been a few years, but no, I'll go in there with a garbage bag and I'll close the door and Jenna will be like, what are you doing in there? None of your business. None of your business. Mm. Anyway, do you have any? So, So, go ahead. No, I was going to switch gears. Switch gears. Okay. So, um, we've had to make two, I think only two, like real emergency trips to the doctor for Jenna once when she tried to do a front flip and landed oh, yeah, that was awful. vertically on her head. And, uh, another time when she, uh, cut her, cut her finger and, uh, she ended up with what, three stitches. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so it, it, it really is kind of shocking and terrifying having to rush to the doctor with your kid. So you had three, how many times were you in uh how many times were you in that situation and you know what happened what was going on because you know being a nurse you also have a different view of nurse things, ratchet right when when you get there <laughs> well very few times i've had to take except for Tommy had asthma mm-hmm. okay so that's a totally different situation but I didn't allow y'all to get sick. I didn't give y'all aspirin, so you didn't even bother to come to tell me you had a headache. Because I say, get over it. You don't have a headache. Where I see some people, every little thing they're medicating kids. Okay. How often did you take any medications? I don't know. How often did you have to go to the doctor other than for your physicals? Yeah, I, I didn't. There you go. <laughs> so, Okay. But, um, you know, okay, so we got older, but, you know, you, you still had to uh, run to the hospital from time to time. Uh, there was uh, the motorcycle accident. Say, yeah, Book's motorcycle uh, accident. That's because I have two passively suicidal sons. Oh, Lord. <laughs> One <laughs> on this motorcycle, I think, must have broken every bone he has. Mm. And he didn't break and, every bone. Almost. He had a couple that weren't broken. <laughs> Just the ones the road couldn't find. Oh my god, I can't even. So and, walk walk us through walk us through that one. What happened? 
So well, what happened? You got a phone call? Like, Yeah, the first yeah. time he had the motorcycle accident in the Bronx, and I got the phone call. <laughs> and he said, Mommy, they x-rayed this, this shoulder, and this is the shoulder. And you could see that his clavicle was out, right? Mm, God. So I called, it was at Jacoby. So it's a teaching hospital. So it was probably one of the mm. PYG ones or twos. That's a postgraduate, you know, mm-hmm. student by the year. And he says, oh, he's young and it should have no problem. But he works for Verizon and he climbs poles and goes under sewers and stuff like that. So I said, I want to speak to your attending because you're telling me that he doesn't need any surgery. Dang. Right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, he needed the surgery. So he got it. That mm. was that one. The other one is <laughs> he had the accident in Brooklyn oh. on his leg. Didn't he have to have skin grafts on that one or was it on his arm? That was on his arm. Oh, Oof. Oh yeah, and I had to go down to New York City every day to change the dressing because his wife <laughs> <laughs> He said, Mommy, Katisha came through and she said, Ooh <laughs> Some people don't have this don't have the stomach for changing dressing apparently. So I had to go down, change his dressing. Mm. Dang. Then the next time it was his leg and he went to Kings County. And the ward that they put him on was the filthiest place I've ever seen to be a hospital. It was like five people on that. And people had their own TV, their radios playing. It was dirty cotton balls, bloody cotton balls on the floor. Oh, my God. It was filthy. Yikes. And then the nurses at the nurses station, they're too busy gossiping that they couldn't even, you know, take mm-hmm. care of the patients. So doctors came and said he needs surgery. And I said, not here mm-hmm. because you can't even get these people to take in po- um, pre-surgery. You know what it's going to be like post-surgery. Wow. <clears throat> so fortunately for me, I worked on the mobile crisis team, so I knew how to get a private ambulance and mm-hmm. get a person transferred. So that's cool. Yes, because they told me we don't have a transfer policy here. I said, What kind of hospital is this? Jeez, that's so insane. I called TransCare, I paid for it with my credit card. He paid me back. <laughs> and we got him transferred to Roosevelt. And I'm telling you, when all the stars aligned together, the person that was taking care of him was the son of one of the doctors that I worked with. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. That That's helpful. Yes. So we <clears throat> got him admitted there. Wow. And then <laughs> when he came out of surgery, he says, Mommy, they giving me bad painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so. didn't he want more morphine or something? He was no, high as a kite. He said the morphine wasn't working. It, wasn't working. it was bad morphine. It was bad. So I had to go to the nurse. I said, listen, 
Mm-hmm. It's his perception that this is <laughs> this is bad. So you need to take it out of that cartridge, go over to the wherever you go to get it, bring it back and put it in. Mm-hmm. And then he to said, pretend, "See, yeah. I told you it was bad." Yep, yep. <laughs> but it was the same. And I told Katisha, "Don't tell him." And she did. Of she course. told him after a while. <laughs> She should have told him it was a Cebosoma. No, she told him. <laughs> she told him later because you never know; it may happen again on the motorcycle. Oh, <laughs> but then, I mean, what goes through your mind when you like get in a get a phone call? That there's something wrong with one of your kids. Is I mean, yeah, it's horrible. It it's is. Horrible. You get scared. Yeah. And then you got that phone call when this knucklehead, yeah, when he did the (laughs) monkey flip and his leg ended up in another time zone. And uh, yeah, and then I got lost trying to get to the hospital. And then I met you and Butch somewhere in Yorktown to try to get there. So to shed a little bit more light on this from my perspective. So yes, so my leg was broken. My foot was facing 90 degrees the wrong way. Or 45 degrees the wrong way, mm, whatever. It was gross. So, um, and uh, uh, I had called Michelle because Because he didn't like me. He didn't like me. Geographically, Michelle was the closest <laughs> one to where I was. It was in the city. It was Long Island College Hospital, another teaching hospital. The worst. So I figured <laughs> she's right there. She can catch a train or a bus or whatever. Come get me and drive my car home. Well, the, that was my thought process. But that was also at the same time when they thought all they were going to do was cast you. Well, that's what I thought, yes. Right. So, yeah. So, Michelle then calls the person geographically furthest from where we were. That would be me. Which is, yes, mm-hmm. Melissa. So, Melissa and her friend Allison hop in the car. <laughs> Because we're, we're heroes, and Allison is always, you know, she is my girl, my my ride or die, and we'll be like, let's go, we'll find him, let's go. And for those of you paying attention, you will have noticed by now, the one phone call nobody thought to make was to my, my mommy. Ma. Yeah. So, blah, 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 I'm in the hospital. And uh, they're getting ready to wheel me to surgery. And the nurse at the desk stops my gurney, leans over and says, you have a phone call. I'm like, who is like, how do I have a phone call? (laughs) And yes, it was my mother on the phone to yell at me on my way to surgery. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't let them give you this kind of anesthesia. (laughs) And why didn't you call us? And what's going on? I'm like, Ma, I'm going to surgery. (laughs) Like, they're getting ready to do it right now. Like, seriously? So, yes. So, that's what was going on in the hospital while you fools were driving around. Well, see, Allison and I got lost in Co-op City. And we didn't know where the (laughs) hell we were going. We were like, and and I said to Allison, I'm like, Allison, you're going the wrong way. She's like, do you want to drive? And I'm like, um... Let's call Joanne and Butch. So we called you guys, and we ended up coming back north to meet you in Yorktown. Which, and then, by the way, was the first that they had heard of any of this. Right, exactly. And so we ended up driving down together, and we got there, and he was already out of surgery by the time we got there. And we came in, and he had this big like metal apparatus sticking out of his foot, and I'm like, oh, my God. 
Yeah, it was not good. And as a matter of fact, your dad, your dad had to lay down in a gurney next to you because he was going to pass out. <laughs> He's like, I just need to lay down for a minute. <laughs> An sure external did. fixator. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Oh, but uh, yeah, it, it looked like a uh, half a cell phone tower sticking out of my leg. Yeah, it was not cool. Not cool at all. And then the whole debacle at the end when they brought you home. And they released you with the wrong name, first of all. They called you Bikram. <laughs> yes, on my prescription. It's now, a- hold on. And this is another thing, because uh, like this first part happened before you guys came to get me. Uh, the, the head nurse, the nurse in charge, came in with discharge papers. And I told her I didn't want to sign anything because... I wanted to get whatever my last medication was before I left because I had a two-hour drive home. Right. And she assured me that I would still be able to get it. So I signed the papers because I believed what I was told. Yep. And then when they came to get me, um, yeah, the first thing was they told me that since I had signed the discharge papers that I could not get medication anymore. Yep. And the second thing was, yes, my prescription, uh, they messed up filling it out and they put the doctor's last name as the first name mm-hmm. and my last name as the last name. So, so- the prescription was made out to Bikram Dukane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. that wasn't good. But you pulled rank and were like, you better give my son some medication before I fuck you all up. Pretty much. And so she ended up getting him some pain medication for the ride home. I was. You were professional. Thank you. (laughs) I was assertive. (laughs) She was assertive and laid the smack down in a professional manner. But he got home and he was feeling good. And then he was like, he's like, I'm not going to take my medication before bed. I don't need it. He woke up in the middle of the night, and it was the most pitiful thing I'd ever experienced in my life. That poor man. Now, was- hold on. She, she's saying this, and she's sounding all sweet and loving. No. When, I, when she woke up, I was like, she was mad at me I was, I, because I wouldn't fidgeting. stop fidgeting. I was like, why are you fidgeting? What's the matter? And then he let And it, she did not say it concerned whatever. like that. She was mad that I was fidgeting and How many woke years her up. Ago? You still my girl. Thank because you. I did not have to come to Poughkeepsie to take care Thank you. I cleaned wounds. those pin sites every day. I cleaned the pin sites and I took care of you and I tapped on your external fixator and I picked that thing up and moved your leg. <laughs> that was a rough one. That was a rough six or eight months. View in that thing. Oh, yikes. But, I still went to massage school. Yes, you did. You you still went to school and finished your stuff. But. Yeah, and talk about neglect. Remember you were doing back-to-back things at that, um, what is that for, um, that thing on Bravo. And like I, inside the actor's yeah, studio. and I drove you down. That was speaking the of, Patrick Harris show. Oh, that Speaking of terrible. being passive suicide, he was going to drive with no sleep. That was Not enough standing, but he was going to drive down there. Who drove him down you there? Did. Thank you. I remember that. That was insanity. That one show. Yeah, buddy. Getting that show delivered and done was just <clears throat> bananas. 
Yeah. So so basically, what happened was you owe me. <laughs> Lord. Mm. Okay. So so let's should we move on? Yeah. I was gonna let's say we, we don't want to get into this one. <laughs> Just goes to show, as a parent, push comes to shove. You do what you have to do for your kids. Um, and you, as a grandparent, do what you have to do for your grandkids. Even though sometimes you step on the toes of your, your children. <laughs> I what just, toes? Oh, oh, let me just say, the day that my daughter comes home and she doesn't have a damn jacket because she was irresponsible and left it somewhere in school, right? So here's my opportunity as a teaching lesson. And the next day, Grandma comes in with two new sweatshirts, jackets, and says, here you go. Here you go. You don't have to be without a jacket anymore. And Jenna's like, thanks, Grandma. And I was like, yeah, thanks, Grandma. And I look over her shoulder, and she gives me the little rat face, you know, sticking her tongue out, saying, nanny, 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 that she was able to take care of her granddaughter. So, yeah, those are the toes. You see? <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> and this this is the woman that literally minutes ago was talking about letting her daughter starve at school to teach right? her lessons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But Jenna only lost one coat. Michelle was making a habit of me having to come and bring her lunch. Pizza Shop 101. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well now you you put Michelle in Catholic school. I had to put Michelle in Catholic school. <laughs> Why? Because they, they would keep her in line? or Okay. Number one, Michelle was born at the end of December. So she the cutoff here in Wappingers is December 1st. Mm-hmm. So she would actually had to wait until the next September. Yeah, that's crazy. So I put her in Bishop Dunn. Which the cutoff was January 1st. So she could go into the proper age group. Right. Right. Okay. So she went there for kindergarten. And one day I get a call from the sisters that they wanted Michelle to do something she didn't want to do. So she just stood there and peed. Oh, my God. I don't believe I have ever heard this story before. Yeah, instead of doing wow. what she wanted her to do, she just stood there and peed. All right. But you know what? Got to respect it. She didn't have to do it. <laughs> Yo, Got to respect it. But didn't she also, so, like you you and Myers, when they found out that you were her, her brother, they were like. Oh, oh, yeah, no, they couldn't believe it. They're like, oh. Yeah, because I was always in there for Michelle. <laughs> oh, my God. God, I love it. And that's the thing, though, like, all so vastly different. Like, the personalities are so, like, from one end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah, I'm in there for Michelle, and I said, oh, guy's such a lovely boy. He's such a lovely boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I have to thank the Duke and A family mm-hmm. and the Hodge family because that's where Jenna gets all of her, 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 Big brain and all of the the uh, knowledge that she gets. You guys are. You don't yeah. do so bad yourself. Uh, yeah, but you know remedial math, and that's the thing. I was we were laughing yesterday again at work. My boss, we were sitting at the table, and whenever we go out to lunch, they always hand me the bill. 
figure out the tip. I'm like, just because I do payroll doesn't mean that I need to figure, you know, figure out the tip. It's like, I failed math in high school and you let me handle almost a million dollars every two weeks and I failed math. You might want to rethink that. Listen, you could fail school math, but know your money. Well, that's true. This is true. Two different things. Well, how did you handle homework? If you were never, if you had three, four, or five different jobs. I didn't have to handle homework. I have smart kids. Well, see, there you go. I didn't do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, excuse me. I passed and, tests. And every single one of them had to go to summer school because if you can't do it through September to June, you're giving up your summer. I went to summer school. For gym. For No. <laughs> no. It was an English elective that she wouldn't let me drop. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. A class that I did not need. But you did not pass it. I didn't like the class. I didn't need it. You could have let me drop. This is an awkward situation. <laughs> <laughs> you did not pass it. So you went to summer school. Michelle went to summer school. Okay, but did she go to summer school for a class she needed? Or for a class that she did not oh, need. Oh man, she needed everything because she was majoring in pizza shop one on one. I thought I was gonna lose my mind. Mm-hmm. There you go. They had to get the principal in there. Because oh. I just went to the school because she went to Bishop Dunn, and then she convinced me that she didn't have any friends because Bishop Dunn is the only Catholic school up here, <laughs> high school up here in the area, right? Yeah, but they had Lords. So, well, that's where she went to Lords. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. She went to Lords, and she said, oh, I don't have any friends. I want to go to local school. So in 11th grade, I let her go to John, John Jay. Should have left her near where they were strict and could mm-hmm. watch her. Because so, right across from John Jay is a, is a strip mall where the kids can go over and, yeah. Yeah, whenever they want. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Well, technically, you're, you're not supposed to leave, so technically you were sneaking out if it was during the school day, but, you know, whatever, carry on. <laughs> yes, and that's probably what they did, because you go to homeroom, which I found out, you go to homeroom, so you're marked in, so your mother doesn't get a call at night. Oh, God. Well, see, now, with if you are marked absent, you get phone calls, robocalls, you get all sorts of notifications. Yeah, but you're the not thing is, if, they, if you go to homeroom. But if now, they leave after homeroom. Now, if you're marked absent or late per class, you know, technology's mm-hmm. caught up. So no. now it's each class. Yeah. So I've had I've had instances where I've had to uh, like send a parent an email and be like, Oh, it was my mistake. Your kid was here. I just forgot. Right. So so, yeah, so it's per class now where they'll do it. But back in the day, it was just homeroom. If you made right. homeroom. Big deal. Right. right. You, were, you were good for the rest of the day. Hmm. Hmm. So. Crazy. I just went in to make sure she was on target to graduate. <laughs> there you go. And that's when I found she was failing gym. She was failing something. And t- yeah. And then Michelle, like the boys, soon as they could get a license they they got their license so they were driving mm, so her. guy drove himself did you drive yourself to summer school or did i, I have drove, to drive you no I, I drove myself and david okay so it must have been tommy that i had to drive maybe 
Because I don't know. But I know Tommy got his license at 16. Guy got his license at 16. Yeah. So I paid for her to take the driving course at the school. <laughs> and she had to take those classes. So I had to I take her in the morning. And they had these kids on the go where you they um, pick up the kid to bring them back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all three of them had to go to summer school. And I had to pay for summer school because Wappingers doesn't have summer school. Ah, good to know. No, they don't. You have to. They have to go to Arlington, and you have oh, to pay because wow. you you're to pay out, of the out of district. district. Yeah. Wow. Well, Jenna will get her face beat. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, go to summer school. Right. I don't know. She's. Oh man. Yeah, unless it's a, it's a class that she doesn't need anyway. But oh know. my God, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. But. <laughs> but you only had to go once. Well, I didn't have to go at all. <laughs> oh. You Mm-mm-mm. did because you failed that class. The class I did not need. Oh, my God. But anyway. Anyway. So there you yeah. have it. So it was tough. But not so tough that you didn't survive. There you go. And now, and now you get to reap the benefits of your grandchildren, and your great grandchildren. Isn't that exciting? They get to reap the benefits of me. This is true. <laughs> this is true. You know, sometimes people are like, "Oh, well, does Jenna like bother your mother-in-law?" I'm like, "No." Sometimes Jenna's <laughs> like, "Oh, Grandma's home. <laughs> she lives downstairs." No, does your mother-in-law come up all the time? No, sometimes I have to go downstairs and make sure she's <laughs> still alive. But, you know, hey, it's all good. We manage. We do. We make it all work. And you're going to be 70 this year. Yes. And your skin is better than mine at 70, and I'm 46. <laughs> I look at your skin now, and I'm like, across the table, and I'm like, her skin is so nice. <laughs> Mine is so not. <laughs> That's only but, your perception. Oh, is that it? That's yeah. It. 70 years old and so young. Yeah. And things to do. It's things so to do and places to go. That's it. That's it. But, you know, you're an awesome mother-in-law, so I can't well, complain. Well, thank you. I'm one of those fortunate say, women that doesn't have a mother-in-law to, com- you know, That's to right. hate. <laughs> What did I say when we exchanged things? I said, I'm staying with Melissa because <laughs> she feeds me. <laughs> I feed her. I make sure she's she's taken care of. She's got food. and. She's afraid that I would treat her the way she treated me. <laughs> oh, Lord. What, you going to put me in Benign the attic? Benign neglect. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is so long as you bring me plenty of toys, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. <laughs> mm. Just keep the Netflix running. Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> there you go. And she got lucky. Lucky will keep her company. And a few audible books. I'm good. There you go. There you have it. So, anyway, it's been real. Anyway, <laughs> he survived. He did. Yes. But you love all and, of your oh, children equally. Equally. Oh, no, I was definitely the favorite, which is the really scary thing. <laughs> Listen. I was the favorite. I was the only child. <laughs> I was I, the favorite by default. <laughs> 
I have to make sure that birthdays and Christmas, they all get the same thing, mm -hmm. except on big birthdays. Everybody knows I was the favorite. You're, you're not keeping any secrets. <laughs> Everybody knows I was the favorite. And that's funny, though, because, like, your family, you guys do big on birthdays. Our family's never really been, like, birthday people. Like, birthdays are just, eh, hey, happy birthday, here's a card. Um, you know, <laughs> At least we, you got a card. Be grateful. Well, I'm, <laughs> I am, but what I'm saying is, like, you guys do big birthdays, and our family always did big Christmas. So, like, that's how I, you know, try to incorporate that into the dynamic and you always think you guys always think i'm crazy at christmas and i am i'm i'm a lunatic but that's what makes you a lunatic every holiday i'm sitting Thank here you. looking See, at that. this monkey on the window and all these hearts <laughs> it's, valentine's. it's valentine's day it's the stupid hallmark holiday i hate valentine's day i think it's dumb but i'm trying to be festive <laughs> You know, got to try to let Jenna know that, you know, Valentine's Day shouldn't suck forever. But it does. It's a stupid holiday. Show the person you love that you love them all the time. Don't wait until the roses are like twice the price. It's dumb. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah, because you go to Sam's, they're the same price all the time. Oh, Jesus. Go to Sam's and go to Sam's and get some roses for Valentine's Day. The, the key thing about Valentine's Day is you do not want to go to a restaurant if you're by yourself. My friend Ella went to um, oh, Red Ella. Lobster. <laughs> oh, she went on Valentine's Day? Yes. Oh, Ella. She didn't, she didn't realize it was Valentine's Day. Oh, God. So they kept asking her, are you alone? Are you <laughs> And she didn't realize it. Like, and you know Ella. Oh, oh yeah, no, Ella. Mm. <laughs> After one or two of them things, yeah, somebody was... got it and they had to explain to her that it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. Ella's very, um, Ella's outspoken. She is, her and I, we share the same birthday, but we are the opposite Virgos. Like, we're like the polar opposite Virgos. And, but she, don't go to dinner with her because she will complain about her food, whether the food is fantastic or not. Um, but no, we love Ella. No, it's fantastic. Really? Yeah. It's if, if the food is fantastic, but the service is bad. That's true. That's true. Gotta love it. Ella was the one that was there the day that Jenna was born. She was the stand-in grandma. Were you in the car with us when we followed the truck because it looked like it knew where it was going? Do, do you want to tell that story? I think oh you were God. there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Speak, speaking of Ella. Well, Guy and his friend David were going to Mississippi to visit David's grandmother. David and, is and, Ella's son, so. Mm -hmm. Yes, and of course, there was no GPS back then. There in was the MapQuest. Mm, not even MapQuest in the eighties. You mm -hmm. had you had a map and an atlas oh, okay. paper. You had the triple A triptych. That's, That's it. it. That's uh, it. The triple well, A triptych. Well, anyway, we decided that this truck looked like he knew where he was going. Oh my God, help us! <laughs> For some reason. And you followed this. And we week. followed it until we got to Delaware. We said, "Oh no, this is oh not right." Oh my God! <laughs> Thank God for GPS and Waze. Mm -hmm. Oh, I yeah, don't know that, how I made it without it. Well, that's that's a 
inside joke that we've all said. Follow that truck. He looks like he knows where he's going. <laughs> if nothing else, this family is entertaining for sure. You know, especially at the holidays when you're playing Pacino and you're doing sack races with bags in the park. I won. <laughs> she sure did. You know what this woman did? This is she. They were having sack races, but they didn't have the typical sacks, so they gave out these large contractor bags, like the big black contractor bags. So she puts one on each leg and puts her legs real close together to make it look like she's in one bag. And she runs. She sprints. <laughs> she sprints to the other end. They're like, look at her go. Yeah, look at her go. She's not hopping. She's running with a garbage bag on each leg. So she won. <laughs> but again, innovative. Hey, you were there, innovative. There was no rules laid out. <laughs> <laughs> There's never any rules. There's never any rules. Like... Thomas's 40th birthday party when the fight broke out. There was no rules that night. <laughs> yes, there was a rule. Oh, I'm out of here. That's it. That's it. Oh, God. There's always some entertainment somewhere. That's what makes life interesting. But, well, thank you for joining me. It was very nice having you. Well, thank you. I She really didn't want to do it. She, I went down. I said, hey, you want to be on my podcast? She was like, no. See, they hit my maternal guilt. Yeah, because as soon as I she's like, no, I said, okay, that's all right. You don't have to. She's like, give me 20 minutes. Let me finish my show. <laughs> I'm like, okay. She's like, what do we have to talk about? It's like she'd rather go have a root canal. But No, I said, upstairs. where's my script? Uh, yeah, she wanted a script. I'm like, no, no, no. This is not how it works. We don't script things out, so... And you know, of course, Jenna was mad because she had to go to her other, go to her room. She's in there pouting, and I don't know why she's pouting. She got everything in that room. Mm, seriously, she's not gonna have anything soon because I'm going in there with a garbage bag, and then I'll clean it out. But anyway, but thank you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Now I'll have some more um, sangria. And okay, very good. And so, as a just so we can end this without me saying all bad stuff for my mom, one year. We went to Crazy Eddie when Crazy Eddie was still a His store. His prices are insane. Yes, <laughs> yes, and this woman brought in a couple of hundred dollars of rolled coins to buy me a robot for Christmas. Aww. Is it See? that robot? I, I remember nice things, too. The What so, was that called? The Omnibot, the Omnibot 2000. Omnibot. Yep. Yep. Yep, and like I said, it was a couple hundred dollars rolled pennies, nickels, dimes, Aww. quarters. See, and to, that's, uh, that's what it's like. I mean, that's what it's about being a parent. You have to do what you got to do. Yep. Rolled coins, quarters. <laughs> I mean, shoot, she's the one we go to when the tooth fairy doesn't have any money. <laughs> and we have to be like, hey, yo, do uh, you have a dollar <laughs> or five? <laughs> No. no, Jenna but, has, what did she say? High quality teeth? Yes, she has high quality teeth. And so she's, this morning we were having a conversation about that. And Joanne says, you're going to need an orthodontist. I hope you're saving up your money. And and then Jenna's like, I still got eight teeth to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation. So then, of course, Grandma's saying, well, molars are worth $20 a piece. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no. Molars are not $20 a piece. But anyway. 
Um, she's never listened to one of my podcasts, so maybe she'll listen to one now. Who knows? I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> She'll be like, where Where can I see one of those? Is this a video? Is there a video attached to that? Listen, if there was a video attached to it, I wouldn't be speaking to you now. And this is true, because we both look like hell warmed over, but whatever. Well, um, actually, so. now, and this is a perfect segue, now you can just ask the Echo to play it. Yeah. Play yep. what? The, if you go on, you say to that person over there with the A, you say, Alexa, play Real Mom, no, no, say the F. No, you have to ask uh, any pod. to play Real Mom, say the F word. It'll just play. Oh, so Alexa will play it. Siri will now play it. So you just ask Siri to, um, to subscribe to it. Um, so I'm reminding everyone, subscribe, rate, review. Um, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Player FM, um, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, um, you can any pretty pod. much find find us there. Don't um, forget any pod. Any pod. Any yep. pod. Any pod. Um, and yeah, and again, shout out to all of our listeners in in, uh, in the United States as well as outside of the United States. Where's oh, yeah. the last we had place? A, we had a few listens in Canada. Canada. Shout out to Canada. And again, our our people in Illinois. Is it Elgin? Yeah. Still, still trying to figure out who, who you are. are so you know, leave us a comment. <laughs> I know you guys are cold out there right now, so uh, hopefully we'll. We're cold, cold here, <laughs> but oh, not in yeah. Illinois. They got us beat. They yeah, no mm. polar vortex yeah, out of control. Brother. So we're sending warm wishes to all of you in Illinois as well as uh, anywhere else that's freezing right now. So anyway, thanks for listening, and we will. This is Joanne saying <laughs> bye, and uh, don't be a jerk. this has been real moms say the f word